important tool for our industry. Um, we've been doing work for a number of years. Since 1980, glyphosate has been the predominant ripener. And if you look at historically, we have fewer mills now. Uh, you know, in, in the 80s, we, we were up to 24. Now we're down to 11. Uh, so we really have crunched the number of days uh, we have to process a crop. And when we start processing our crop, the, the second or third week in September, the cane's really immature, and, and, and this is a tool that we need. So uh, trial number one came about from this meeting last year. I was talking with Patrick Engelman and Brandon Gravois in the back of the room, and he said, Al, you know, your model doesn't fit for what we're doing at Alma. And, you know, if you talk to people throughout the industry, people on the lower body have a different uh, outlook on ripeners, people on the upper end of the industry. So uh, he said, you know, 28 days is just not enough for us. Dr. Calvin has told me the same thing. Um, he said, we need to be at 30, 35 days for, for our ripener trial to be reflective of what we do at Alma. I said, all right. Well, August 9th, we put this trial out, and the cane was comsa, very, very short. Uh, Kenneth and I looked at it, really scratched our heads because... You know, when, when you're putting out ripener, we know glyphosate is going to shorten that cane. And the cane wasn't tall to start off with. I actually had to lower my boom three times on my tractor to get to that 18-inch height differential that I wanted when I was spraying. Crop was short. Um, but what we were targeting is to start up with Alma. Alma's start date was September 17th. We actually put this, uh, harvested this test on September 18th, which gave us 40 days from the, the time we applied this material to harvest, uh, we put it on some plant cane 299. Now, yes, I know it's not labeled in plant cane crop, but it was a field that was consistent, and we felt like we could uh, do a real good job. Our plot size was pretty big for us, 12, 12 feet, which is two rows by 60 feet long plots. That's longer than the outfield plots where we release varieties. So we thought we did a good job on that. Uh, three replications, randomized complete block design, and we had three treatments. Treatment one, which was our stand, our roundup by itself. Uh, we went with a six ounce rate. And again, that was from discussing this with uh, Patrick Engelman. Um, then we also put intake for a second treatment with glyphosate. And um, you know, some of the thought processes, maybe we could uh, offset some of the tonnage loss and Im improve yields in, in that standpoint. And we had a check. Um, we hand sampled this, uh, these plots three times. We did it at 25 days after application, 32 and at 40, and at 40 is when we ran the combine. So what we did with this, we, we looked at TRS. We processed it through our lab. So at 25 days, um, the PowerMax uh, had a significant amount more of, of sugar, like we'd expect, about 80 pounds compared to the untreated control. Um, 32 days, we saw that same trend. And then actually at 40 days, you actually saw a 90-pound increase compared to the untreated uh, check. But 
you can look at over time, we're getting a steady increase. But like I said, 25 days after, Cain was about a 140. And by the time we, we started up grinding, we're, we're gaining almost 20 pounds a week. Um, but we had a significant increase. And this is where it plays in uh, to our industry, where we, we, we can be competitive worldwide because we have that cane ripen. The power max and intake really didn't improve TRS by any means. Fiber is very important in terms of processing cane. And Dr. Ben was my major professor, and he always talked about glyphosate reducing fiber by, in terms of a half a point to a point fiber and how much it meant to that mill. Processing that cane, you get more throughput in a given day. This is the first time that my data has ever shown that we actually get a statistical reduction in fiber with glyphosate. Uh, I've done a, a number of trials since, since my PhD and hadn't been able to show it, but for whatever reason, at this point of the game, it definitely dropped fiber significantly compared to the untreated control. So throughput's important for that mill. It's important for you. You know, we want to finish grinding in a timely fashion. Um, one of the things that intake, some of the initial work uh, that, that Dr. Ryan Vietard had, had shown uh, from a mill standpoint, it, it was an actual a, a reduction in fiber when intake was added to glyphosate, even more than glyphosate alone. Uh, here, really no difference between the treatments, uh, but uh, you know, numer numerically in a couple of circumstances, especially at this 25 day, you, you dropped about a half a point. Um, so like I said, that cane was really sharp where we had glyphosate versus none, 21-inch decrease in height at 40 days. That's significant. Look at tonnage, 6.2 ton reduction. So, you know, in my mind, man, we, we, we crashed this. There's no way to, to, to come out where we're ahead of sugar per acre. But when you do the mathematics on it, there's no doubt we gained 2,000 pounds of sugar where we used the ripener versus where we, we did not. So... As Dr. Kennedy always says, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Skin a cat. There's more than one way to use ripe as an effective tool in our industry. Kind of opened our eyes a little bit uh, from that standpoint. The second trial we wanted to look at is ripener additives. There's been a great deal of uh, emphasis on trying to improve uh, the efficacy of glyphosate, trying to maximize TRS uh, per acre and sugar per ton and, and uh, sucrose yield. So we looked at uh, three different products. We did some of this work in, in 2018, and we repeated it in 2019. So we looked at Anova, Intake, and Be Sure. Uh, this was put out a little bit later in September uh, on some Plant King 299. Again, a little smaller plot, uh, four replications. Uh, and when we're looking at our treatments, we had our standard glyphosate by itself. And then we had this treatment right here with Modus. Modus was labeled as a ripener several years ago, but it's with a half a rate of glyphosate and 11 ounces. And this is a program that uh, Mr. Brian Harang really likes. He does it, he says it works well for him. So we included it. And then we looked at our glyphosate with a intake ANOVA and be sure at eight, 16 and 16 ounces per acre. So looking at TRS, glyphosate by itself had significantly uh, higher TRS than our check. When we look at all of our products, they're an, an extra cost, without a doubt, but didn't improve our TRS uh, compared to our check. Uh, and in fact, the B-Shore statistically dropped it when we, we, we put uh, that product with our glyphosate. 
tons per acre. We didn't shake out a statistical difference, but you tended to, to, to lose tonnage compared to your uh, check. Sugar per acre is what we get paid on. Glyphosate by itself popped its head right to the top of that, that group. Um, we have statistically similar yields when we, we, we change up some of our uh, additive products and compare it to glyphosate. Uh, but again, here, 3,000 pound improvement in, in TRS per acre. Uh, I mean, in sugar per acre. That's why we're using these products. Like I said, fiber-wise, couldn't shake out a statistical difference fiber-wise in this experiment. And this was harvested 35 days after application. Uh, when we look at our 2019 experiment and compare it to the 2018 experiment, we see very, very, very similar trends. Um, but right here, not statistical, but man, when you, you look at the, uh, the numbers, th this pure, it looks like we, we may have definitely dropped TRS with this product. That's not what we're after uh, when we're using a, a ripener product by any means. Again, no statistical difference in 2018 in, in our tonnage uh, amongst the treatments. But again, looking at the, the increase in sugar per acre, it, it makes a good case while we're using these materials. The third and fourth trial we did, uh, one of them was planned to be, uh, to look at it in this capacity. The second one was not. Um, GNL Farms, that's Gert and George LaCour. Gert called me up and she said, Albert, got a question for you. What happens when you catch a freeze and you have a ripener on cane? Do you get quicker deterioration? Did Dr. Ben publish anything on that? I was like, man, Gert, that is a great question. I have no idea. She said, how about you come up to the farm and we'll do a little work. I said, you got it. Um, the second trial right here, this Harper farm, we were looking at ANOVA on a large scale trial um, to see if we can make it fit. Um, this one was done with our tractor. This was done with an airplane. These are very big plots. You know, th These were three acre plots, uh, essentially. These were very small plots. But uh, lo and behold, um, we had a freeze event. So at Gert's place in Georgia's, we went with seven ounces of glyphosate. And you may say, why seven? That's their, their program they use in, at their farm. Seven ounces of, uh, ripe, of glyphosate ripener, 35 days is where they target. Uh, we did it in some, some 299 again uh, as a treatment. And we treated it in Oct uh, October 22nd. The Harper Farm was some first stubble 299. Again, seven ounces of glyphosate, glyphosate plus ANOVA and an untreated check. And it was applied about four days before Gert's trial. We talked about this in, in uh, yesterday about the freeze on November 13th. Got down to the, the lower 20s uh, at the two locations. So uh, we definitely didn't have the number of days we wanted uh, on our ripener. We were hoping to have at least 35 days before we had a freeze event. And we were going to try to, uh, especially in Gertz, we were going to do a second application to try to hedge our bets for later in the season. But Mother Nature uh, played an ultimate trick on us. Uh, so on November 13th, we had 21 days of ripener at the GNL trial. Um, we went in at six days and 19 days and harvested cane there. Uh, at 
uh, Harper, we had it at 25 uh, days prior to the freeze, and we went on day seven after the freeze and day 20 after the freeze to harvest that, that trout. Now, my methodology was a little different compared to what Herman and Kenneth did in the, the freeze test. I topped my cane and I cleaned my stalks uh, whenever we, we did this. Um, but we, we pulled the data over the two experiments. Um, just to kind of show you, I mean, same thing kind of what Herman showed. I mean, that, that growing point was killed. Uh, about the top 10 to 12 inches of that stalk was completely rotted. Uh, but the stalk integrity was good at uh, both locations once you got out of that, that top of that cane. Uh, this Pyramax treated cane versus a check. Same kind of necrosis we, we saw. We didn't see anything that really alarmed us. Um, we had to bring in the experts. We had to bring, up, bring in Dr. Uh, Burkett and Ms. Jeannie Stein uh, to, the, to the lab to help us because uh, to do juice pH and titratable acidity, something I had never done before. Um, so when we went in, we looked at TRS at seven days. I just averaged, you know, we had one at six, one at seven, but we we're going to call it seven and we're going to call it at 20 days. So we didn't get a lot of activity from the ripener at 21 days. One of the things we know is we get our biggest bang for our buck with ripener early in the season. That's when our cane is the least mature, and as that crop naturally matures, you get less of a response. So that's not a, a huge shock, but uh, I would have expected you to have a little more separation in terms of TRS, uh, even at 21 days. Looking at pH in both of these, uh, essentially the same pH regardless if it was treated or untreated. Uh, looking at titratable acidity, no statistical difference. Numerically, you tended to be about a, a two-tenths of a, a, a point higher. Uh, so not quite sure what that means for the, for the factories. Obviously, it wasn't too bad because we finished processing this game throughout the industry. But with our limited data that we have, it doesn't look like glyphosate really decreases uh, the, the, uh, or increases the, the breakdown of, of cane. Uh, where it's not going to be good for the factory. Alternative ripeners. You know, I had the pleasure of going to ASS, ISSCT in Brazil, and this was the keynote talk, and uh, it, they were talking about BT cane, and I know that has nothing to do with, with uh, ripeners, but what was interesting about this talk, Brazil was talking about releasing this BT cane and it going into actual sucrose production, so we're going to have GMO sugar from cane in Brazil. And it may not happen next year, it may not be in the next five, but the next three talks were all about the Roundup Ready Kings. So, you know, I think we really need to be proactive and continue to, to search for a compound other than glyphosate that's reliable. Dr. Ben looked at over 300 compounds and glyphosate was the number one. I've probably looked at 20 different compounds since I've been doing the ripening work. Glyphosate still sticks its head up as, as our best option. Um, so one of the things they're using in, in Argentina, visited with those folks quite a bit, is Clethodem, Select, is the, the, the trade name of that herbicide. Um, they said it works pretty well for their industry, so I wanted to see if it worked here. Um, so we put in our standard Pyramax treatment. We also had the Clethodem at that 5.5 range, which is 96 grams per hectare, that's where they put it out at. And we harvested this cane uh, at 27, we sampled it at 27 and 42 days to see where the TRSs lie. 
Uh, unfortunately, it look, doesn't look like this is a good option uh, for us to look at because it did not improve TRS at all. Uh, you know, so we're going to continue to to search for a, a new option, but that didn't really give us a a, a good choice. Uh, I have some other ideas, um, and Doug and I will continue that. So, just to summarize, despite the shorter crop, the short crop in August, glyphosate ripener increased TRS, sugar yield, and sugar yield per acre. And you know that's the big one. We increased sugar yield per acre. Good for the farmer. Good for the factory. Um, Cane tonnage TRS and sugar yield was not improved uh, for the ripener additives evaluated uh, compared to the standard glyphosate treatment. I'm going to continue to look at them and trying to use them in, in different capacities because uh, it'd be nice if we can get a bump. There's no doubt about it. I mean, our ultimate goal is to try to improve pro profitability and productivity. Um, TRS, juice pH, and titratable acidity was no different in uh, three-week ripened cane as compared to the non-ripened cane. And our goal was to identify an alternative ripener and a manufacturer willing to invest and uh, pursue a label uh, for sugar cane. So with that. Sugar cane, sweet sugar cane. The sweetness of our southern trees. Sugar cane. Shade beneath this tree shields me from relentless heat. An afternoon shower.